uh, touching on something. Uh, <laughs> Touchy wives. subjects for wives. Um, this gentleman I bought my hammy off of. We, me, Chris Maddox, and Tyler. I can't remember his last name all of a sudden. Um, we ran it up to Missouri one day because the hammy got posted for $600. We thought we were just getting a block and a few other parts because that's all we had in the photos. We get there and I'm like, well, hey, man, where's the engine at? And he goes, oh, it's in here. And he takes us in the house. He has two Ford big blocks on engine stands in the kitchen. Then the Hemi is in pieces on the floor, and his wife keeps side-eyeing us the entire time we're there. And I was like, that's why I'm getting this engine so cheap. Because yeah. she was mad that this Hemi was in pieces, and parts were on the counter and everything. But it ended up being a complete Hemi. Like, what would you do if you came in and there was, like, shit on the counter and in the dishwasher? <laughs> I'd start carrying it back out to the garage. <laughs> yeah, that would be a no. You wouldn't carry that to the garage. You'd, like, throw it out the door. Hey guys, it's Mike at Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, episode 20. Um, you guys are in luck. We have uh, our second podcast with, uh, I guess, I don't know. I want to call it couples therapy, but it's really not. I don't know. I, we're going to come up with some kind of name. So help us with that. Uh, come up with a name. But Melissa and I sit down with Alex and Matt Monroe and, uh, and go over kind of what makes them a car couple. Obviously, uh, she grew up with super cool cars in her family and i'll let her tell those stories in a little bit and then uh matt we all know uh, he's been on the podcast before he's been on many of the uh youtube videos that we've done we actually have a whole playlist uh dedicated to mine and matt's uh collaborations so anyways all right i'll get to it here we go but real quick before we start uh just want to let you guys know we post here on uh, we'll have a new podcast every saturday uh, from here on out is the plan, and then we post social media stuff, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, just about every day, so make sure you follow us on there, and then our YouTube channel, we do every Tuesday and every Friday at 7 p.m., so, all right, now to the interview. All right, guys, so uh, we have our second couple here with us that we're going to uh, interview tonight on the podcast. We're excited to have Matt and Alex Monroe um, you know Matt from previous podcasts and videos. Um, I actually have an entire playlist of mine and Matt's videos um, on our YouTube channel. Uh, and uh, I think we've got three or four videos together. Aren't you uh, a cute couple? I feel like we are. I, so, mean, I mean, you know, it's I'm okay to have a bromance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Matt runs a channel that we'll get into later um, and Instagram and all that kind of stuff. Has some cool builds. We'll go over all that. And uh, but we want to kind of get with this one here, kind of tell a little bit about their life story and a little bit of a, about them as a couple and um, all that kind of stuff. So I'll start out a little bit. Melissa will work her way in here in just a minute. Okay. So let's talk. Um, well, actually, let's introduce yourselves first. So. Hi, I'm Alex. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Scoot up just a little bit there. Probably. There okay. you go. So, hi, I'm Alex, Matt's wife. And then Matt, obviously. Yeah, hi, I'm Matt Monroe. So, How long have y'all been married? Getting ready to be five years in October. Yeah. Oh, man. that's all. So we'll get into that in yes. just a minute. Yeah. So, so we've already heard it. That's the part I like to hear is the story. So I'm already jumping yeah. in. <laughs> yep. So let's talk about, because um, obviously we met Matt in uh, car stuff. We got, we got kids all around. They have a, a one-year-old, James Lee. And uh, so our daughters are in the background. So you may hear some Hot Wheels rolling around and some toys in the background. So, oh, hey, there you go. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Best thing about having a one-year-old back in the house is you forget how much stuff you leave around, which is perfect. <laughs> so, um, bring it all to you. Yeah, which is good. So he, he's an awesome kid. He's been really good uh, while he's been here. He's super quiet. Ours were never this quiet. No. So. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's talk about maybe obviously way before y'all met, but uh, as kids, so like what what is uh, I always say like eleven year old Alex and Matt. What are what are they into? What are they like? What do they what do they do? Me first. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was I was a nerdy nerdy kid, so I liked if it was anything science or animals or. Um, in Barnes and Noble, like in the back corner of the kids section, there was like, like the science books. Yeah. Okay. And that's what I, I mean, it's into that. And I played violin 
Really? Yeah, I mean, oh, like, as cool. nerdy of a kid as you can get. No, that's cool. So I love it. Yeah, like, polo shirts and khakis every day. That was you. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Except so, I was just taller than everybody, even the boy. <laughs> oh, man, I had that life. I remember that well. Now, now where did you grow up? Um, we moved from Washington State to Northwest Arkansas um, when I was in the third grade to, like, yeah. early-ish 90s oh that's okay. awesome yeah. that's awesome matt what were you like as an 11 year old um typical 11 year old i mean i was usually in the dirt with hot wheels and godzilla that's toys. awesome um but i mean i was i read a lot always, yep. had, always had a book if i was in the house i was reading a book um there's very few 11 year olds that would say that i love reading i mean like i was i was one of those kids that I mean, it might have been a food reward because Ben Willis do the, you read so many books, you get free pizza from Mazio. Oh, yes. hey, okay. Do they still do that? That's awesome. Awesome. So, but yeah, you should that, read more. So, yeah, I, I would read those books so I get that free pizza. That's, That's cool. That's awesome. That makes sense. So, um, on, on the list here, I've got um, like childhood car memory. I mean, I, and I'm talking like early, like sometime around in that range, you know, because obviously the reason you're here is because we're all car folks, whether Melissa com- considers herself whether a car person or not. Or not. Um, cars play a big part in most of our lives, obviously mine, especially and most likely Matt's because I know how bad his addiction is as well. But uh, so what's an early childhood car memory that uh, that you'd tell? Can I go? Yeah. Okay. So my grandpa had a 71 F-150. And there was one day my mom, my aunt, my grandmother and I were in it. And it was a regular cab, no seatbelts because it was the early 90s and we all oh, survived. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But uh, I had seen something in a movie about hitting the brake and the gas at the same time. So we're sitting in traffic in Rogers, and I wiggled down the seat while we're at a stoplight, and I slammed on that gas pedal and probably pulled off the coolest burnout a elementary <laughs> school student has ever pulled off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so um, that, that's one of my earliest car memories. Oh, my gosh. That would be – that's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told you that story. I feel like you have, but it's been a really long time. Yeah, and I wiggled, I wiggled down that seat and just smashed it for all it was worth. You were like, That's this awesome. is what happened. This is cool stuff. <laughs> and who was driving? My mom. Oh, man. Oh, even better. Yeah, mom was driving. And my aunt was, my grandma was sitting, my nanny was sitting in the middle. And then my aunt was on the outside. I was sitting between <laughs> mom and my nanny because I was, I was tiny <laughs> once upon a time. But yeah, I just, I wiggled down. They weren't paying attention. And I just slammed it. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. That's funny. What about you, Alex? So, I grew up with, like, my dad had a 63 C10, which is now Matt's. Um, oh, yeah. And then a 63 Impala. So, cars were Rosie. always, like, classic cars were always a, um, an involved thing. I guess, if, I, if we're going to talk earliest memory, it was always just uh, sitting on the tailgate of dad's truck playing um, oh man yeah. that's cool or riding in the back of the truck and then always wanting to be the one to ride on the wheel well instead yep. of on the on the bottom on the uh, bottom on yep. the boards because you get splinters yep um and in your butt that's not a good spot yeah and so <laughs> i think the earliest one i have is playing on the tailgate like with barbie dolls and then like a dirt devil comes by and like takes all my barbie doll clothes away so, <laughs> oh, no. so that was like my earliest memory but there were always like those two cars were always a fixture of my childhood oh, at that's one cool. point or another growing up so. that's cool so um just as as a recap for the truck stuff we actually have a couple videos uh, of project gojira on our youtube channel so you can go take a look at that truck i mean that was a few years ago obviously like 10 or 12 you know, years ago that you played on the tailgate with your Barbies. 10 or 20 or 30. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, so you, but you can see picture, you can see videos of that truck of us helping getting it kind of back together. And we're getting real close. I'm staying on Matt, but he started a separate project, which we'll go over in a little bit. Um, car ADD. That's You're all, one to talk. I uh, know. That's what I was going to say. All car guys have this problem. So I have the backstory of that build from whenever he got it in 20. 20- 2014, 2015. I feel like it was around there, yeah. That's awesome. So it was early in y'all's marriage. You took on a big truck project. Well, I drove. It was my daily for... Really? Like when we started dating. Oh, yeah. When we started dating, she was driving. Oh, my goodness. I can appreciate your attraction to that. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, she was she was dating that when we first started dating, and there was a few times I had to go rescue her after she left my house because either a tire popped oh, or no. she ran out of gas. Well, the gas tank didn't. I mean, the gas station didn't work. Oh yeah, and, yeah. What um, what sixties model Chevrolet truck or Chevrolet vehicle gas gauge works anymore? And the fuel lines came unhooked somehow, and like hit the was rolling or resting against the belt. And so it wore a hole in it, and I just the whole way around spewing gas. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's a good thing you ended up with a good dude. (laughs) That's awesome. So let's talk. uh, Why why don't you lead us into the next part here? I feel like I've talked a whole lot. So, what was your first car? And we'll have a second part of that question because I was my first car was a '94 Mitsubishi Eclipse. I was not proud of that thing. So my first cool car was my Jeep Liberty because it was a cool, sporty, fun car. So first car and then your first cool car that you remember having. So my first car was a 91 Honda Accord. It was, I just, I didn't want it because it was my mom's old car. Mom and dad had promised me they had a, like a 2001 or two BMW and they said I could have it. But then they're like, no, we're just going to give you mom's Honda. Oh, uh, man. But it was really, looking back, it was in really good shape. Yep. And it was the LX version, so all the windows were electric, and it had a radio, and oh, a tape deck, and everything was, I mean, it was nice. It had a working air conditioner, and I learned to work on vehicles that way. <laughs> and so, like, it would, I mean, Honda can't make it much more simple than that. Yeah. Um, the cool, cool vehicle. I go. Uh, the truck. The, the truck, truck, actually. Yeah. I would say I would say the C10 probably up there on top of the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we just we've rotated through a lot of vehicles. Oh hey. I can appreciate we've that. We've done that too. too. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, they all have my own appreciation in different ways. So. Gotcha. That's awesome. My first car uh, tops y'all on cool factor. Um, was a '98 Ford Contour. Dude, that's it. Oh man, <laughs> I don't know. Bolt, anybody, bolt, bolt. That was you going down three steps. Most to Google what that was, but it even had a pleather top that was matching color. Actually, oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. That is, oh, whose was grandma's like, was that? It was mom's, it was and his she grandma. gave it. Was it was <laughs> oh. it was his nana? Um, but she had it, and then she bought herself an explorer. And so she gave me the contour of the oh drive. With the Landau top? Like the vinyl top? Yeah, it had the vinyl top. Oh, on, man. I, dude, you were straight pimping. Oh, absolutely. Four, four wow. cylinders of fury. Wow. Yeah, look Those at that. Those are pretty look at that. not attractive. Yeah, look oh, at yeah. that egg. Like, they're smaller hey, than a four Hey, tortoise. I will tell you, ugly cars create game. Like, a, like yeah. you have to have game yeah. to drive oh, that car. Like, like, if you can get a girl to go on a date with you and you're driving that, you, you yeah, are, you're gonna marry somebody above your league. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like you can sell. That's awesome. So, all right, what's your first cool car then? My first cool car, man, would I have said I don't even have it anymore and I regret it was my 86 Ram W250. Um, now that's the full size truck, mm-hmm. right? It's yep. a, it's a three quarter, it was a three quarter ton mm-hmm. four wheel drive, and uh, I mean, we. My dad had it, and he gave it to a friend of his. And I was like, hey, I really want that truck. Like, where are we at with it? Did your buddy do anything with it? And his buddy didn't. So we went out there after sat in the woods for a couple of years. I have a thing with cars in the woods. I don't know. Yep. Um, but it sat in the woods for a couple of years. We went out there, aired the tires up, poured some gas in the carburetor. I fired it up and drove it from Montanay to Gentry. Oh, man. Because like, wow. I have no fear. Yeah. Yeah, um, he's not scared to take something that has not been proven and drive it from somewhere to his house. Or tow it. Project I mean, Gojira. Sometimes it happens stopping midway and towing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. Hey, listen. You got to live the it. life. Roadkill, man. Yeah. And this is before I even knew about roadkill. Yeah. I, I just, I was just going. So I have a, I don't think I've ever told you a secret about that truck. So you had your Dodge, uh, your, um, what year was that? Which one? The 86 or the 99? The 99 when we started dating. I was like, oh, okay, it's a truck. Which, I mean, it's nice. But then when I saw the 86, I was like, okay, he has respect for all vehicles. Maybe we can make this work. So we hadn't talked cars at this point. And that was very important to me. Um, And so that, I think, like... That factor on both of each other's part was what helped bring us together because I was driving just like You didn't a, even know you were romantic, dude. No. Yeah, she's a, 
I was traveling know. at 2000 Blazer when we met, um, which I hate because, like, the door panels fall oh, off the yeah. inside. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, they're hunks of crap. So he didn't know about the C10, and I didn't know about the, the 86 until, like, oh. after we talked for a couple of days, I think. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so funny. we're, we're going to get into that story in a minute because that's a good one right there. The how you met and all that kind of well, stuff. Well, actually, it leads us in. That's our next question. Oh. That's the question I like to. That's my details. How did y'all meet? Dating you, online. Yeah. Yeah. Online dating. But, oh. but not pre-app era. So no no dating app, just the website. Right. Um, I won't say the website name. It was pre-Tinder days, so none of that. <laughs> <laughs> none of that no, there was no swiping right. Um, yeah. But I had never, um, like, actually met anybody from online. I was just barely, barely any ventured. We, him and I chatted a little bit, and he was like, hey, I'm a manager. I manage at this restaurant. This was a Sunday night. Yeah, hey, like, hey, real quick, hang on, because we're going to talk about that real quick, because Melissa and I had our first date at Ruby Tuesday. That's so funny. So did yeah. you. Oh, really? <laughs> oh. I was going to ask and where the first date was. Yeah, it wasn't, I don't even know if we would call it a date or not, but you were like, hey, let me buy you dinner, and we can just talk. I cooked you dinner. Oh, I mean, he. <laughs> He's he, like, I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> That's back what there. I did. I, she came in to hang out, and I asked her what she wanted, and I ran back in the kitchen and fixed it for her. That's awesome. That and then the truck, and she's like, "This dude, he's the one." <laughs> no, I don't know if I said he's the one. I did. <laughs> huh? Right else? away, she said right away. I did. Ninety six Ford Contour, bud. I don't gotta lay that game down. To him. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, once we met, we just we never quit talking. Oh, that's like there awesome. wasn't after we after the first time we met. I think maybe we went a day at most without seeing each other. Wow. Yeah, and then I don't. Other than us going on like business trips, we really haven't not seen each other. Um, yeah, but like, more than a day. And is that our? More than a couple hours. Is that ours? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> he just came up with a uh, bottle, bottle of sunscreen. sunscreen. I don't even know where that was from. <laughs> god, this is awesome. Yeah, dude. Hey, won't you tell him something? Cheese. Cheese. So I, I think because obviously we're not video recording this, we're not that fancy yet, but uh, in later episodes, it'll be fun to watch him grow up as we do these. Yeah. But uh, he's eating some cheese and snacks and we got uh, our two daughters laying here at the table just staring at him. So to give everybody an idea of why we're so quiet and we haven't had a, a young child around the house in a long time. So it's uh, it's interesting to... So we're all like watching, what's he doing? What's he got in his mouth? Well, oh no, what are we doing? What do we leave on the floor? <laughs> so, okay. Lead us into the next step. So, so, and you guys have been married for almost five years. Almost five years. How long were you together before you married? Uh, two, two years. Two years before? Yeah. yeah. We dated for a year and a half. A year, yeah, about a year and a half. Um, engaged about a year and a half. Cool. Okay. That's awesome. So, so then, y'all, y'all are like in y'all are y'all are like us. You've been around a long time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cute when I see newlyweds. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Like you don't even know. <laughs> no I idea. The other day to somebody, they said um, they've been with someone for so like a year or something. I was like, oh, you're just now in the honeymoon phase. I go, no, I think that's over. I'm like, oh, it's just no, beginning. Yeah, no, no idea. Friends, like, we don't fight. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you have not been together long enough. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That means somebody's bottling up feelings. Yeah. <laughs> We're not going to go into couples therapy here, but let's keep moving here. Let's keep moving. So what do you do in your current job? Like, what is your career today? Well, everybody, I think most folks that have listened know I manage in O'Reilly's in Centerton. Yep. Um, I've been with that. Our company. number one O'Reilly store. It's where okay. we always go. Even though it's farther trip for us than any other O'Reilly's or AutoZone, we still go down there because Matt and his team is awesome. We appreciate that. Um, but I mean, I've done that for actually full, my four year anniversary was like two weeks ago. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. So I've been running that store for three years now. Wow. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. It, I, and it's funny. The other day I came across our video, uh, that we did in the back room of, and I need to put that into a, um, I need to make that a podcast. Cause that was a great one. We had a lot yeah, of, I had a lot of fun one. with that one. 
So a lot of good questions and stuff. Uh, I manage, or I'm a supervisor with Walmart Digital Assets. We take care of HVAC, refrigeration, for all the stores. Oh my gosh. Through US, Canada, Puerto Rico, like talk with techs and troubleshoot the, with them, oh, program the system. That so sounds no fun. It's so much fun. Yeah, careful how you word this. <laughs> I, I really like, I love She my actually job. really enjoys it. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Cool. So, so give us a rundown of that. Like a store will call and go, "Hey, we're the AC's out in this place. What do we do?" No, it's it's more. So I at this point I'm supervising the team, and so it's a lot more on the report side. Mm -hmm. um, but up until that point, it was taking the calls from the technicians in the field who are like, "Hey, I've been on site for two hours. I can't figure out." And so we connect and troubleshoot with them, check all the settings, and be like, "Oh, it's just a discharge transducer that you need to change out because it's faulted." Or okay, yeah. So you're so. like the second point of contact. They have someone on site to yeah. try and do it, and yeah. then they call you when they can. Yeah, and we would, we are the tech support who can remote in. We change the settings in the stores. We monitor the stores. Um, the other half is like just monitoring stores when they start to lose refrigeration. So you can turn a store up to like. Yeah. 75 degrees or down to 65 degrees um, or as much as the system or as much as just thermodynamics will allow it wow so, that's cool yeah. no yeah we, we program the stores um environmental systems lights hvac refrigeration from the ground up wow um, so it's kind of a balance between uh, the mechanical side um, and the, the programming side of it. That's really cool. So, um, you know, I'm always working towards like, how does your job um, relate to car stuff, you know? And because uh, that's always a big thing for me. Like I sold for a long time, I was in sales. And so it was always sell, sell more, make more, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, your job is probably a little different than that, obviously, because like, I mean, there's bonuses and things like that, I'm sure, involved in Walmart and their yearly thing. But, mm -hmm. like, it's probably a question more directed towards Matt is, like, how does your – how does um, car part need or want affect your daily job? And, like, like, how much do you push harder so you can make more money? You know what I mean? Well, I mean, the thing of it Because is, you're like, I want to buy this Holly Terminator X for my duster. You know what I mean? The thing is, I try really hard not to push my guys super hard because we are, we're not like a huge volume store. Yep. So there's only so much that we can get and do. But I mean, we, I definitely push the guys to like be on top of answering phones, be on top of getting the customers. Let's make sure we get this customer taken care of. Don't, don't let it slide just because it's a few dollar sale. Every sale matters. Yeah. Helping every customer matters. Because you can sell a guy a $5 part and you'd be like, hey, you guys came through big on that part that I couldn't find anywhere. Oh, so uh, I think we've had that conversation. We had that five conversation. Yeah. And so then they come back and then they place like a thousand, they come spend like a thousand dollars with you. Yep. One, like getting break, like a break job. Like the other day, I helped a guy out because he could not figure out why his F-250 kept eating brakes and rotors. I was like, what do you do? I'll tell him. He goes, yeah. And I was like, that's probably why. I was like, get these performance frictions. I know they're more expensive, but lifetime warranty on wear and tear or Jeez. failure. But what it is, is they're a brake pad that the hotter they get, the better they work. So you, oh, don't, get wow. brake, you don't get brake fade. Yeah. So when you're towing, if you have to put your brakes on a grade or with all the curves around here, yeah. you use your brakes, the hotter it gets, the better it's going to work. So worst comes to worst, you're swapping out rotors every now and then. Those have a two-year warranty. Yeah. So, I mean, the pads are made to last. That's awesome. Crazy. That's awesome. All right, so let's stay on cars for just a second. What is, uh, I mean, this is probably a loaded question for you guys, but what, what's kind of like the favorite car, and we'll start with Alex, what's the favorite car that you've owned? The favorite car that I've owned? <laughs> I, you know, it's weird. I never consider, I don't view myself as owning the C10. I don't, it, it's just because it was a trade between my dad and Matt, um, and I have, I've never picked a car out. I've always just ended up with cars. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I just, Melissa kind of ran into that too. Like. She, she'd give me parameters and I'd be like, okay. I haven't even, yeah, I mean, 
I've never picked whatever car out because the Honda I just got, I ended up with a Blazer that just a family member gave me. Um, I ended up with, at a Malibu later that my dad found for me that I wasn't going to buy, but Matt was like, I think you should get it. He's cutting you a really good deal. So I got like an 06 Malibu, which is, su it was super nice for mm -hmm. $2,000. Dang. It was $1,000. It was $1,000. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he wanted wow. to, but... Um, but your shrewd negotiation skills. Yeah. Oh, Dad said, hey, I'll give you $1,000 cash and pick it up tonight. So, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this is, this is going to be a hard one for Matt because there's several. <laughs> yeah. I know the answer. Oh, it's, it's definitely him monstrosity. It's definitely yeah. my duster. Um, but, I mean, each of them... I, my problem is... I like everything because I find great qualities yep. for each individual. I mean, the, the, you didn't like the place. No. Well, that wasn't mine, so. <laughs> um, oh well, my yeah. head hit the roof. I, even if I was sitting up straight, my head was in the roof. Oh my oh. gosh! Because because I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not because you're a, tall. Yeah, I'm not a little dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, hands down, my favorite one would have to be the duster. Yep. And then second, and this one's part of her was the W was the W two fifty. Yep. Was and then then the C ten. That's cool. Um, but I got rid of the C ten. That's it. Not C ten. I'm sorry. The Ram, so that I can focus on the C ten. Matt's getting like this really bad reflection right in his eye from the window here. I'm trying to. <laughs> That's cool. So old car stuff. I like it. I think that's why you and I talk so much is old cars and then obviously the duster, which, so this kind of leads us into the next, uh, which is your current project cars. Um, and we're getting together Thursday night to finish out my part two of the uh, Gen 3 Hemi uh, build, engine build for the, uh, for the duster. So tell us just a little bit about the duster, kind of the background of it, and then what the plans are. Kind of that 10,000 foot flyover for everybody. Yeah, so the, I actually encountered a duster when I was 15, 16. Uh, my dad and my stepbrother got it together and they worked on it together. And then they had a little bit of falling out over it. Duster kind of just stayed as it was. Stepbrother drove it around for a little bit longer after that, but then that marriage ended. I lost track of the duster from that point on. And then later I was, I was just out there driving around just because of the area. I missed the area. And saw it sitting at his mom's house. And it actually ended up sitting out there for like 11 years. Oh, my On gosh. Beaver Lake. And mm -hmm. uh, so, finally, I, I stayed in contact. I stayed close with the sis, my stepsister from that marriage. And uh, she one day she texted me and said, he's in town taking offers. So, <laughs> for the third vehicle of not asking her if I could buy it. No, man. Um, I, oh. I, bought, I shot him an offer on the duster, and he accepted it. Oh, geez. And that phone call was real interesting. <laughs> what would you think about that, honey? Oh, there's a lot of things that I'm told. Oh, it was Steven's idea. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Steven paid for this. <laughs> hey, he did pay for a lot of that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I mean, with the duster, though, I have talked about that car since we got together. Yeah. So, like, when I called her, I was like, hey... I just bought the car, so uh, she knew what I meant and was cool with it, but then I was like, do we have an extra thousand dollars somewhere? <laughs> She's like, actually, I do. <laughs> I have this nap fund that I know we're going to need yeah. on a rainy day. Yeah, Melissa said every time I, I get hurt in the shop, I have to come in and put five dollars in a bucket. And like an a, insurance fund, yeah, because so we're we gonna, with, what, toe? Toe, eye. eye finger. Yep. Hand. Like, like. Every month was another injury. I was like, I want to fund yeah. that whenever you're hurt. I get to go take all that money from that fund and go spend it on a pedicure or something because I have to take yeah. care of your butt every time you get hurt. <laughs> yeah, I bet she would love, love to have that because I hurt myself a lot too. Yeah. Oh, can we do that whenever you throw? <laughs> yes, you yes, we can make the rules. You can't afford that. You can't. <laughs> Nobody can afford that. It's, it's coming from him to me, so I can keep yeah. funding. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, I've been there. So, Duster, uh, C10. Now, um, you're close on the C10, though. There's a brake booster and... I'm going to try changing out the brake booster and see yep. if that fixes the issue. Because, like, I think we know there's a vacuum leak somewhere because it won't idle under 1,000. Right. And okay. then we also know the brakes lock up the longer it runs. <laughs> I'm making 
We have so much stuff in here. Yeah, it's crazy over here in our house. <laughs> He's found the, the printer. <laughs> so, C10, let's, let's stay on. So, um, neighbor hater exhaust. Neighbor hater exhaust, yeah. Uh, it's the loudest truck I've ever heard. Um, my neighbor that's four doors down was in the back of his house and they said it sounded like it was in his driveway. That's awesome. When I was running it. And then Black Widow actually just released a new one called The Angry Housewife. Yes. I'm not so it's to, going on the duster. I'm not allowed to do that. <laughs> it's going on the duster. <laughs> yeah. They're like, so the C10 truck is now a big block uh, uh, T5. What, what's it's the trans? It's got the TKO 600. There you go. Because... Um, how it started out, it started out as a straight six, three on the tree. My father-in-law got it, put a 350 with a four on the four. So, no, no, he didn't just, there's a, there's some extra why. He, so, oh, we're listening. Yeah, I'm ready. So, the reason, the why, it was a straight six. He got it. Dad picked it up in 1988. He started, in 88, I was born. He started at a factory. Um that changed a lot of finances and then he got the truck and the factory was like 50 miles away from home so he drove mm. it every day back and forth um and due to driving it hard he blew up that straight six yep and then he put a 350 in it um a rebuilt 350 he got a really good price on it and uncle cj I don't know how he's, he's not like my dad's brother. He's just an uncle somewhere. He's just Uncle CJ. Yeah, he's Uncle yeah. CJ. Um, <laughs> he's he probably was, not even related. He was like, oh, no, I know he is because he was a justice. That's my dad's. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah, that's my maiden name. Yeah. So, um, and then at a garage sale, mom saw the transmission. Um, 50 bucks. Yeah, oh, 50 yeah. bucks. Okay. Oh, that was a that was a pissed off wife right there. <laughs> no, she saw it at the... I know, but I'm saying whoever was selling it was a pissed off oh, wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was... Uh, the Carman's Golf Clubs right there. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> that, that's how they ended up with the... It was just whatever they found. Yep. And then Dad, um, in the mid-90s when we came here, he came down here um, in December... And we didn't move down until March. So he came down. It was going to live in someone's basement. Just, well, house hunting, job settling, mom selling the house. Um, he The back of it was loaded up with the stuff for him to live, like a bed, a dresser, um, this one black office chair. He drove that truck uh, cross country. Um, when he made it over the Rockies, wait. Oh, keep going. Yeah, when he made it over the Rockies, um, he blew. Uh, he burned a cylinder up. He burned a cylinder up. Yeah, when he was going over the Rockies to get here, um, and so mom arranged to have that another or a, a crate three fifty brought in, um, and then in that same time period, well, uh, arranged to have that fixed because that was his only only vehicle. Um, I like your dad's style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, she had CJ put a crate... Uh, 327. 327 in the 63 C10. Oh. Uh -huh. Or Impala. 63 Impala, yeah. And so... That's I don't a, remember where so I started with this. So a little bit of a backstory yeah. there. Alex's mom's mom car, when they moved here, was a 63 Impala. That's what's up. That's what we, like... That's what she held all the girls around in. So, oh my goodness! When Matt saw it, he was like, "Oh my gosh!" And I'm like, "It's just the, it's just our family." You're like, car. "It's just the car, yeah." yeah. Just old, just old car. Yeah, I'm tired I, of this I, car. I, I love old cars. I don't get super excited about any car. I think because of that reason. Just because you were around old cars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was like because they're good. normal. Like for most folks, like our kids, the old truck is cool because like it's, there's not a lot of those. Uh, for their but current like, day. But, right. And then the daily stuff is like the Acadia or like your four. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they'll grow up having air conditioning and stuff like that. They won't know what it's like to drive around without air conditioning and four yeah. people in a regular cab pickup. You know, yeah. Like five all, people. Or all whatever. his sisters like shoulder to shoulder because it's a two door. It's on the four door. Um, oh, man. So across. Like, having to hop over the seat. Yep. Um, but that with you just adjust the wing windows and that that's right. normal. 
That's awesome. So what car, Alex, would you build if you were to build a, a daily or a car show car? A car show car? Yes, not a daily driver, a car show car. So I don't believe personally in owning a vehicle that's just a car show car. <laughs> you're going to daily it or at least drive it once in a while or you're wasting it and you're letting it rot. I can appreciate that. Yeah. When we go to car shows and you see they're polishing their car and the wheels are not dirty at all. Yeah. Like, like, you're not loving this car the way it should be loved. Yeah, yeah, that's not loving it. That's like just having the giant glorified Hot Wheels and it's not fun. Cool if you don't get to use your toys. Yep. Um... As a child, I didn't like model toys or just things that sat there. Or the Barbies that stayed in the box. That's yeah. I had a friend yeah, that had was like all lined up. I'm like, I want to play with them. I don't want to stare at them in the box. Yeah. So <laughs> I would have like murdered out 73 Elko. Just yes. I okay, I don't know what this is. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, yeah. Melissa's El Camino kind of girl, too. Specifically a 73. Why a 73? Yeah. I was early internet days. Early internet days. Because, like, that's that's one of the ugliest front ends ever on an El Camino. Just in my... See, I don't think... I think that one's... I like that one the best. Really? Oh. This goes back to, like, early internet. And I was a kid, and I was like, I really like these cars. I want to know which one I which what I really do like, mm-hmm. and so I don't know. It was probably like inspired from a AOL chat room or something. <laughs> I don't I don't remember the reason, but I know I googled. Okay, I don't think Google was. No, it wasn't Google. Um, That's funny. I don't know. Ask Jeeves, Yahoo. Ask Jeeves. Oh, probably Yahoo. Yeah. I don't know. Really early internet, and I looked up all the different ones. What they looked like. That's cool. Okay. God, that's awesome. I would have never figured that at all ever it would be a 73 El Camino. That's I mean, cool. There's, there's ones that I really like. Um, like, what are those? The wood panel surfer vans. Oh, oh like, a, like a 40s woody, woody wagon. Yeah. Um, yep. Woody wagon. Jeep yep. Grand Wagoneer. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't wait to finish this one. You, you'll really dig it. It's really neat with the LS and stuff in it. So I'm not even going to ask Matt that because he already owns stuff that would do that. <laughs> but Matt does have a YouTube channel. Yes, sir. So let's get into that for just a second real quick. We, okay. won't, we won't keep her long on it because I I know that uh, if if your YouTube stuff is anything like my YouTube stuff, she's tired of hearing about it. <laughs> so uh, Matt runs Big Blocks Garage, all one word, mm-hmm. on YouTube and Instagram. And, uh, dude, I was on the other day with your new Hemistrosity video, and you've gone from, like, 12 or 15 subscribers last time I was on there to, like, 60. Yeah, dude, that's a bunch. Like, uh, you took a big jump. Man, I want to be honest. Uh, the TikTok helped me out. Yeah. Oh, the TikTok. Yes. I, I linked my TikTok to my YouTube. Okay. Is TikTok uh, Big Blocks Garage as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it's all... Uh, you can find me just about anywhere. A- everywhere. Blocks. Um, but, uh... I did a seat video when I picked up some seats for cheap that were in a barn when I cleaned them. And I mean, it just. Over $100,000. I have like 120000 awesome. You are TikTok famous. Yeah. I yeah. have like 30, I'm like 3,400 followers on TikTok. Come on. And then uh, like my cam unboxing video on YouTube yep. is over 1,000 views. Golly, that's um, awesome, dude. So I mean, I'm going to start doing some more unboxing stuff. I, have, I mean, tons You have of a stuff. ton of parts, yep. Ton of stuff to unbox, but I mean, yeah, you were one of the like you were probably in the first fifty or so uh, Terminator X kits for the uh, Gen Three Hemi. I was definitely one of the first guys to hashtag it on Instagram. Yeah, so I'm gonna I I know some guys have done some like some some videos for them. Yeah, I don't think anybody's done a unboxing video to show how detailed Holly brought it for this yep. kit. I mean, it is insane. Like color coded to each injector, color coded to oh each, man, that's awesome. Uh, Ignition coil. I mean, right. And then, so everybody will listen to this. Uh, if you're listening the first couple of days, it's out. Uh, it'll be Saturday where we'll post this. But uh, I'm going over Thursday night, which will be uh, two nights from now. And Matt and Chris Mann are going to start the Maddox. Chris Maddox. Chris Maddox. Man's out. He didn't like how we were building the engine. <laughs> I knew he'd have a problem with my sloppy mechanic stuff. Yeah. I'm like, throw it together, it'll be fine. I was like, dude, this is a junkyard refresh. Yeah, uh, it's like it, it's more than fine. Um, 
So Chris Maddox coming over, and you guys are rewiring the car. We're going to start getting the wiring laid out for what we're going to yep. do there. Um, I bought just like a universal yep. wiring kit. It was like $120. Yep, yep. That's, hey, that's what I have in the old truck, and it's I mean, been great for – when did we live – on Crouch, seven years ago, uh, eight years ago. Yeah, I mean, I rewired it in the driveway. It took me like three weeks of doing it after work, two or three nights a week. But, I mean, it's worked great. I mean, and the, the duster is so – it was such a base model that – Yeah. I mean, headlights and a few other things is really all that's in that yeah. car. Yeah, the, so is it the 12-circuit then? I went with I went with 22. Just Dude, you're going to have AC and stereo I, and all I, kinds of stuff. Well, I mean, I was planning on eventually making an AC car because I do want a road trip in this car. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, and with doing the Gen 3 Hemi swap into it, it just makes sense to go ahead and do the AC. Yep, yep, completely. Eventually. Yep. And then, so it, but it's, uh, so real quick on the car, so it's Gen 3 Hemi. What's the transmission? I'm just running an old school 904 for right 904. now. 904. I, I wanted to say 940, but it's wrong. It's just a it's just a three speed. I'm running a D10 shifter, so I'll actually be shifting to the gears, slapstick oh, shifting. Oh, manual the valve body setup. Mm -hmm. Cool. And then uh, you had the front end powder coated and stuff, right? I, I got the K member powder coated, yep. and I have all new front end parts for it. Because what I did is I bought a. 73 K member that was a disc brake K member and a V8 K member oh, okay. so that I could do the hemi swap easier. And then instead of spending like over two thousand dollars doing a disc brake conversion, I spent four hundred dollars for a K member that was already set up for disc brakes. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, so now, well, on it, um, on that K member, and this is probably, I mean, this is definitely more in depth than what Melissa cares to go, but on that K member, it, uh, like the LS stuff, are, are there just like you know, 340 to Gen 3 Hemi swap so, mounts? So what it is, is TTI headers. Okay. Um, the, has a, like with the V8s, they had spools, spool style uh, engine mounts. Okay. So what, so what they did was, um, it just goes right in and it goes, it just, it just straight swaps over to a Hemi. That's cool. Because those, the modern Hemi's, what a lot of people don't talk about is they're the same Bell housing pattern as a small box, and they sit in there just like a small box. I mean, dang, everybody talking about how LS took the Ford design, but I mean, dude, Gen 3 Hemi took oh, man. <laughs> LS. Yeah, I, I, they I didn't take their design, but they're like, hey, listen, all this stuff works. People go swap this. I Those are some smart engineers, I dig it. Rebuilt a Gen 3 Hemi with two LS guys, and they're like, huh, it's very similar. <laughs> this looks a lot alike here. But I mean, if it works, it works. Yeah. All day. So, as a couple, what else do you guys do outside of car things? Like, um, what? Watch your kid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little guy a lot. So we do. We I guess one of our regular things would be um, going on drives and discovering somewhere new, fun to explore, get out, look around. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah, so um, we used to go on drives. We haven't done that in a long time. Yep, because I'm two in the back. I'm yeah, we, we, go on, we go on drives a lot. I guess okay. that would be the biggest. And that's that's always been something we... We've done. Uh, yeah, we've always done that. Um, we go to the shooting range sometimes. Yeah. Um, it was expensive. So. Yep, yep. It's uh, hard to find right now. Yep. Especially certain things. Yeah. And, and with kids, you know, yeah, ammo, yeah. car parts bills, normal stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, but I want to go through there, Dad. Just, well, let me hold it up. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I, and we can take your man card points away. You help me in the garden a lot. He helped, he helped build the, uh, a couple planter boxes or uh, garden boxes this year. And I did um, carpentry. How's that taking my man card? Yeah, <laughs> if anything, I hand sawed those things and uh, Cut the Karen, lumber myself. Yeah. the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of dirt. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something that we do, just stuff around the house like that, the yard. I think that's more of like a enjoyment thing It's just doing yeah. stuff outside. I mean, and with the drives, what we'll do is if we come to a stop sign, I'll just ask her left or right. Like, we don't have oh, a destination cool. in mind. We'll just, if we come to a stop sign, we pick a direction to go oh, from there. Yeah. And that's cool. We're yeah. rediscovering. It, because we used to have horses, and horses just take up all your time. Yeah. All, all of every feasible, feasible 
amount. Yeah, three times. Time. Matt, Matt and I have talked about it a bunch. Y'all have gone from horses to horsepower, and we oh, like yeah. it. <laughs> the horsepower can go with you. and The horses do not. The horses, if you don't want to go in the garage and deal with it for two weeks, you don't have to. Horses are not that way. <laughs> not that way. They still got to eat. All right. So that kind of wraps up the couple part of stuff. Now, I want to get into some questions that I ask everybody in every podcast. And uh, so I'll, I'll get into those and, uh, and lead us in. So, Alex, what's the fastest you've driven? And then what's the fastest you've ridden? I think like 1.15. Hey, that's pretty fast. I, I think. Then I, I looked up. And I don't know. It was like 1.15. For you driving or riding? I was driving. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah. Um, and that was in my little Honda. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and the fastest I've ridden? Mm, I don't, nine, in the 90s. Like, oh, okay, yeah. so I like that you've driven faster than you've ridden. Yeah. That's one of the first. It was like a brother-in-law being threatened by his wife, my sister. Saying if you don't take it too fast. That's funny. Yeah. Is that James and the Camaro? No, it was. uh, Adam had this. Genesis. No, no, no. Oh. Um, this Mazda with a rotary engine. I don't know what kind of Mazda. Yeah. But it was like a small. RX. RX seven or eight. Yep. Yeah, and he had that. Okay. Um. So that was the one that he got really fast in. Okay, so my fastest driven, I believe, was 120. Hey. I, I, all I know is I made it from U of A campus to IHOP in about 11 minutes. There you go. Um, and that was IHOP and Rogers. Yeah. So um, so I believe that was about 120, I think, is what my governor was hitting at. And that was in the F-150 four-door. <laughs> um, and then fastest I've ridden, I've never really ridden to anybody that wanted to go fast. Um, oh. I know. Like it's. I'm okay with that. <laughs> oh, with the I, people you ride with, I need to ride with them. <laughs> yeah. We did well. We've been one thirties. I did not know that. In the black car on the um, Mount Magazine. Trip I that cried day. that trip. I did not look at the speedometer. No, that wasn't that trip. That was the rally <laughs> that day. Yeah, we were like one thirty down the highway. Like my uncle had this. I don't know, V12, oh, turbo, Uncle Mercedes. Car. Yeah, still. And we're like, like 130 down the interstate. She's just over in her parachute, like. <laughs> yeah, like, like the whole reason I'm building the duster is just so I can hang out with the guys from Express Rally so I can go do a rally and keep up. Right. <laughs> not keep up. Those guys on Express Rally will, like, they'll at least go 80 miles an hour top speed all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. So, all right, so this is probably more Matt question. Uh, well, no, because you said you learned to work on stuff on your Honda. So if you had these two bottles of um, stuff uh, laying on the counter, which one are you more to, likely to grab? Are you going to be WD-40 or PB Blaster kind of grab, got to break something loose? I know the answer to this one for her. She's not going to grab PB Blaster because she doesn't <laughs> like the smell. Oh, she she'll grab WD forty every time I use PB blaster. She comes out and she goes, "You used it again." Oh, <laughs> it, not, it gets in the house. It. Oh man! So what you're saying is PB blaster does not need to put out a cologne. No, no. <laughs> so I, then you're probably a WD forty kind of guy yourself. Oh no, I still use PB blaster. No. <laughs> Yeah, wait for some reason. Because you, you can't tell me how to live, woman. <laughs> well, you know, it works better. So. Yeah, well, you know. Hey, did you hear that? PB Blaster, even wives agree. PB Blaster works better. But we'd make lo- it in a better smell. We'd love for you to sponsor this podcast. Vanilla scent. <laughs> yeah. They actually, I was on their website the other day and they have a ton of PB Blaster stuff. Oh, there's all different kinds. Like, I have almost a whole four foot section. Really? to just PB Blaster. Like, they have PB Blaster lithium spray grease. Yeah, oh, it's wild. they like, like bicycle chain lube. I'm like, well, why haven't I been using this? Yeah, I mean, they have all kinds of products. Huh. Up to that. All right. I just would never use it in the house, like, WD-40. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. All right. Are you a gloves or bare hand kind of guy if you're working on the, the car? Bare hand. <laughs> Occasionally gloves, but bare hand. If I'm working with a chemical that might try to eat my skin, I go gloves. Um, but for the most part, what I do is I, I feel like I can't grip as well. 
So I overcompensate, and I squeeze really hard, mm. and I, my hands are wore out before I even got the first bolt out. There you go. <laughs> All right, last question, and uh, we'll start with Alex, obviously, uh, but I think you probably answered this earlier. Uh, what is your, like, if you were unlimited budget, what's your dream car? My dream car. I can't, this bad because I can't answer because I have so many different ones that I, like, I would really want. Um, like, I would love a really, really nice brand new Jeep. Um, I just don't want to pay that price tag yep. for it. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. I have, I don't think I have, like, one, I don't have one car that I'm just like, oh, I must have. Yeah. I also don't have a car bucket list either, so. Oh, man. Because I've never picked a car, and I don't, I don't, it's just car. Right. Cars are awesome. I will, I have distinct opinions on them. Sorry, Monte Carlo people. Not my, <laughs> not my, I, I respect your, uh, your love of it. Um, I can answer this question for her, actually. So, for her fun car would be the, would be the murdered out El Elko for her driving for her driving little guys with her while he's still little and everything it would still be murdered out because my wife is gangster like that um, <laughs> but it would be a wagon just a nice 70s wagon source maybe like a kingswood or, yeah like like before they went 80s caprice yeah style you know yeah so, it would definitely be like one of the old like still muscle car looking but it was a wagon yeah that would, okay that would probably be her mom Cru cruise around mom yeah, car cruise around mom car that'd be kind of a cool one Matt, what about you, dude? Man, the Duster's up there because I love that car. That was, the, yep. that was my dream car. Um, unlimited budget, I'd actually probably build like a 71 to 73 Roadrunner. Yeah, okay. With, with a uh, with a 392 Hemi with twin turbos going for a 1,000 horse. Yeah. That would be, that'd be the build. And idle in traffic all day and just cruise around mirror image turbos just looking awesome. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I might <laughs> AC blowing just, just 65 degrees in the car, you know. Well, cool. Well, guys, I want to say thank you for coming over. I appreciate it. I know it's difficult a lot of times to go and hang out at somebody else's house with a, with a one-year-old. So uh, we certainly appreciate that. Um, it's been a lot of fun. We'll definitely do this again. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we've gone 50 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. So, all right. Any last things? Thank you for having us. Thanks yeah. for coming. That was fun. Yeah, was Cletus, you fun. better invite him. Yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Please, I didn't Cletus. cut this mullet for nothing. I <laughs> heard he's not cutting the hair until you meet him, so please, please meet him. <laughs> yeah, so uh, for the sake we're, of his wife. we're really pushing for Rocky Mountain Race Week. Uh, we've got to see if we can get entered. Um, there's only 100 spots. Rocky Mountain Race Week 2.0. So we're going to see if we can get entered for that. And uh, if we can, that's where, we'll, where we will meet uh, Cletus and James and Coop and all them and uh, have some fun in the cart. So, all right, guys, that's it. Thanks. Thank you. All right, guys, thanks a bunch for listening. Really appreciate that. Um, if you want to get daily updates of the car stuff we do, uh, obviously, you can find us on all the social media outlets, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we post on the social stuff every just about every day and then uh, on youtube we post every tuesday and friday night at 7 p.m so all right thanks a bunch guys see you soon